Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian and Ariana. It's about to get real, you better believe me. Just got married trying to make it through life, see? With perfect honesty and respect, we'll get through anything. Stoked to be the Stokes, yeah. yeah. Yes, we are. Stoked to be the Stokes, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoke to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. Here we talk things, all, <laughs> here we talk all things love and life. Today is a double date episode, guys. We hey. have the Rodriguez's here in the house. Did I say that right? Is that how you make it plural? The Rodriguez's. Rodriguez's. Okay. Okay, all right. We have Erica Lamia and Jose Rodriguez. Hey, I'm not that Hispanic, don't worry. Okay, okay. And y'all, they're newlyweds too, so we got them fresh, fresh from the altar. Okay, we will have some good conversation today. Alrighty, now you guys may have seen on our on our social media. You know, we recently attended their wedding. We had some great footage. Beautiful wedding, beautiful reception. We had a lot of fun. We had food truck. Okay, that was fun. So definitely, you know, if you haven't seen it, go and check it out. We wanted to have them here today just to kind of talk over some things that might pertain to their relationship that y'all wouldn't hear from us. So we gonna have. Really good conversation because they're open. I have a question. What's the name of this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's true. No clue at all. Double day, uh, newlywed. We'll just call it newlywed again. Okay, we might be titled it. I think I have some ideas. Let's see where it goes. We might, yeah. Sure. How prepared are we today? I forgot about that. Sometimes I'll title afterwards, but yes. And y'all, we've been doing good. If you guys have seen, you know, we, well, we did day one. We haven't been back for day two or three, but yeah. <laughs> we've done day one. Maybe by the time the this airs, right. we've, the food has been right. Yeah. We've been trying to incorporate some exercise again so that, you know, that monthly bill does not go to waste. We've been trying to cook a little bit more, you know, and we might actually have to sample one of our friend's services. If you guys are not familiar, our friend, Sister in Christ, Jessica Silas, has her own company called Faithfully Healthy Meals. Yes. Why Don't look at me. Sorry. I got nervous. Okay. Right. Yes, I want to make Love sure I'm right. saying it right. Faithfully Healthy Meals, which you, you can follow on Instagram at Faithfully Healthy Meals. You can also look at the website, faithfullyhealthymeals.com. And basically, what she's trying to do is to change the stigma no, of what healthy. What she is doing. What she is oh, doing. Okay. You're right. What she is doing, thank you, is changing the stigma of healthy Fairly. eating to promote a healthy lifestyle. Right. So I feel like, you know, I, we've had a lot of people who got hit with the baby wave within this past year. So we've got a lot of newborns. <laughs> coming up and one of the biggest things for new moms is having like I know some churches might call like a meal train or something where mm. the community chips in and either has meals delivered or something like that so this would be definitely a great idea if you're in either the LA area or if you're in the IE so she operates out of the Inland Empire so mm-hmm. that's San Bernardino Orange County, all of that. And then she makes weekly deliveries to LA as well. I think it's on right. Friday. So check out her website. She has great pictures. If you've ever had any of her food, you already know it's amazing. It's delicious. So we just wanted to plug her as our sponsor for this episode. Come through, whoop, Jessica. Whoop. Also, if you're watching the live video, you see Brian with this um, brand new <laughs> denim jacket that he received from his birthday, okay? This is from Jess. Also this from is from Jess. Jess. Hey, Jess came with the best this Check time. out my Relentless Pen God Vibes Only. Yes, right. he, y'all, this All was right. on his All wish right. list. If you guys saw his, like, you know, wish list on uh-huh. Instagram that he made me put together and post, I'm just glad that you got, you got, like, most of what you put on there. You got the Garrett's popcorn. Mm-hmm. You got your denim jacket. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember what else was on I'm there. I'm just waiting for my blessed. mic thing. My mic cover oh, from yes, somebody. Yes, we'll see. Jesus so, <laughs> this is 30. This is 30. Okay, but let's get to our topic today and to our guests because we're, we're super excited to talk to you guys. We've already been chatting it up a little bit, but we saved all the good stuff, I hope, for the episode. Yes, we don't have a title yet, but by the end we will because I have an idea of where this is uh gonna go but briefly <laughs> give us your background like what is your your love story if you can put it in a paragraph or less and maybe you have one version and you have another yeah, but let us know a little bit version. about you guys all right i'll go first so the backstory is in 2016 i um, finally started to uh date i hadn't dated in like years years and so i finally opened up my heart to begin to date again and so i started dating a guy and then fast forward to 2017 i was preparing to go on a missions trip and so i basically just hit up like everybody on my Facebook friends list and said hey I'm going on this mission trip to Africa um, would love if you can partner with me and so he happened to be one of those um, people that I hit up and so um, from there we kind of learned that we have mutual friends he knew the the pastors that I was going on this mission trip with and so I already knew people from all nations and um, Literally from there, we started ha having like small talk. He was in my DMs probably every week. Um, <laughs> I'm like, is he in the GoFundMe? Sliding in the GoFundMe. You know, just small talk and stuff like that. Nothing like super, like we weren't flirting or anything, just casual. Oh, because you were um, still in a relationship at the I time. was still in a relationship. Okay, so and so, um, so during that, you too. Business, yeah. so, oh, <laughs> in a relationship too. Okay. And so the guy that I was dating, he actually um, got really, really sick on the mission trip and ended up passing away on our way home. From the mission strip. What? Yes. Yeah. So he, he was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis at the age of like seven. And no one wanted him to go on this trip, but he wanted to go. And so, long story short, he basically dropped the ball out there. And so the last, he had a chance to go home. The pastor was like, hey, like, Malawi's not the place that you want to get sick in. Do you want to go home? He said no. Um, and literally the first day got sick. From there, his health began to decline. And what? so we had to stay, he and I had to stay behind. And thankfully, uh, one of the pastors that live in Corona, he ended up stay, um, staying behind to check on like some property. And so when he passed away, he was literally about to get on his flight and he heard he, you know, sent his family home and stayed with me. And so we were able to make like the arrangements to get his body back to the U.S. and stuff like that. Yeah. I was wow. not expecting Just wait, wait, that. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay, wait. I have okay. questions. So, okay. you guys have been dating at that point for like, what, a year or somewhere? You said two Yeah, so probably like about eight months, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And, and you didn't know that he had. No, I, I knew that he was sick. So, the whole relationship was really like in and out of the hospital with him. Oh, okay. But I don't know that I knew the severity of yeah. it. I knew, yeah, I knew that he was, he was always sick and stuff like that. But I didn't know that, um, the lifespan of people with cystic fibrosis is really 15 mm. and his brother actually had passed away with cystic fibrosis wow. at the age of 13 and so he here he is he was 30 years old mm -hmm. and so i didn't realize that it was that bad the pastors wow. that w that were um spearheading the the trip they didn't realize it was that bad they were like if we would have known like he wouldn't have come mm -hmm. um yeah wow what how how was that for you like was it traumatic or yeah. were you like under some supernatural like what what yeah, like? both and. So okay. I I lost my brother in 2012, and it literally prior to my brother, I've I've lost so many people, mm -hmm. and so I don't know that I've become numb to death, but if you can imagine losing your brother and mm -hmm. other family members, um, you kind of. I think he said it once, like you, you deal with death and transitions in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it was hard. Um, but there was a peace and there. Literally God, God was with me. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Um, 
they people were blown away at my strength and um at how I responded and how I handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but wow. it was it was it was traumatic in a sense because I finally allowed myself to be open to dating again and to love again, and then here it is snatched away. Yeah. Um. So that was the traumatic part of that, and then um, I think. I wasn't able to really grieve his death because um, if you can imagine a mother losing her second child mm-hmm. to the same mm-hmm. disease, um, they kind of place the blame on me. You know, when you're in pain, you got to place the blame somewhere. And so I think mm. it was harder to deal with that than it was to grieve his death. And so I didn't grieve the death until probably like maybe almost a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Place the blame on you like because yeah, of the mission Yeah, just basically trip? saying like, I didn't mm. take care of him and Aww. that, um, you know, you, you left him just to die all of those things, and they were Aww. basically accusing me of that. And then there was a text message and all of this other stuff that they they just felt literally that I just was not there for him. Wow. Yeah. That is a so lot. So that was hard. Yeah. yeah. No, I can only imagine. Yeah. That's a lot to <laughs> yeah. deal with. I'm sorry. I'm like shook it. I'm looking at Brian. came along <laughs> At the wedding, she was like, first of all, I just want to, let's just take a moment to acknowledge God for his restoration. And then everyone kind of, you know, did like a praise clap. And then like the clap died down. And then she was just like, yeah, no, I'm really. And we're like, should we do in this moment? Okay, praise God. So I see like now that we've had even just a piece of the (laughs) background. He just ran. That was him. He just ran around the the house. Welcome, guys. So, <laughs> right. yeah. so that was 2017. So, yeah, so that was 2017. Okay. So I actually, um, you know, when you say the, your remarks at a funeral. Mm-hmm. So I said some <laughs> remarks. They had me say remarks. And from there, literally, I started getting booked to speak at churches and radio shows and stuff like that people start to book me and so i did a radio interview on how to increase your giving for your organization mm-hmm. and he he found out that i was working um in the fundraising department for mm-hmm. a church and then from there is when we kind of develop a friendship he's asking me like tools and um what we what systems we use and all of that good stuff and um that's how we started like talking uh, i just want to say she's the only person i know that can uh speak at a funeral and get three gigs out of it like <laughs> i know i know yeah. preachers yeah. that can't do that get her to come <laughs> So yeah. that was so. 2017. That was 2017. And then, um, yeah. And you were in a relationship. She was in a relationship. Until you are like, when you reached out to her, had your relationship ended as no, well? Or were you um, still like- I, I would say it was starting to probably decline. Okay. Um, but I also wasn't looking for like something else. Like I wasn't like, let me holler at somebody or anything like that. Um, so probably like September of 2017, mm-hmm. uh, my relationship ended in December, um, at the like end of December in uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And so, but at, at the time it was honestly like she had a, a skill set that I needed. Um, and I was like, if you can help, help. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm that type, like anybody that knows me, I know like, if I find out you have something that, that I need, I'm going to try to get you on board. And like, so it wasn't like a romantic thing at that point. No, not at all, actually. Like a, okay. No, I ain't going to lie. I was attracted to yeah, her, was, but I, it, I was it wasn't like, you know, she'd been stalking <laughs> me for like a year by that point. You know what I'm saying? But like, but it was, I, yeah. And, and I was, I was really careful with that. I wanted to make sure that I honored the relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it was a client, I didn't want to, um, I, yeah, I didn't want to be on no funny business. Mm-hmm. Now, both um, of you in your, at the time, existing relationships, were you like 
on the path or looking at the path towards marriage? Or was it kind of like, oh, we'll just see where it goes? Like, were you coming out of it? Like, I thought it was this, but it wasn't. Or just like, you know. Yeah, so for me, um, we had the the previous relationship, we had talked about marriage. But I think, um, yeah, I I don't know that people know they're going to pass away. But I will say, like, there was a reason why we didn't. So um, initially, they said he wanted to propose while we were in Africa. But he was very hesitant, and so now I kind of see why. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. So same. Um, I I didn't date just a date, so I was definitely interested in trying to uh, go to the altar. I had a lot of wisdom that was kind of warning me against that relationship, and not not for a bad reason. Yeah. Like it wasn't like oh she's gonna kill you. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. anything like that. It was just like um, yeah. I don't I don't know that they all are like on the same like playing field. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And and so. Um, I ignored the wisdom for a long time, which is why that relationship lasted so long. Um, and it, it literally took God himself to like, and actually through her, God himself through her to like end that relationship. And um, uh, she was reaching out to somebody to get some wisdom on uh, potentially going back. And the the thing the, the the lady sent her was pretty much like what, what caused us to break up. So I was convincing myself um this is this would probably be uh good information i was convincing myself that i didn't need my pastor's permission to date Mm. this particular person right i believe in submission wholeheartedly believe in sonship um and i was i was convincing myself i don't need his permission i'm a grown man i can Mm. do what i want and in romans chapter 14 the lady sent her this uh this text to say hey i think you should wait on trying to go back because i don't know that he is is ready to really go all in for you because i was wrestling with this fact that people disagree with the relationship um and and i'm we're trying to make it work still but even though people disagree and and at the end of romans it says uh you know you'll pursue uh, righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit and it said if you follow these things you will be both um accepted by god and approved by man and i convinced myself for the whole time i didn't need man's approval and then I, I, you know, you can argue prophetic words and you can argue how you feel, but you can't argue the text. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I even went to like the context of the text and it was literally was talking about when you eat a food that offends a brother. And so mm-hmm. I'm making a decision that's offending somebody else. And literally I had to question if I'm not approved by man, am I accepted by God? And that was the, that was the, and I'm not saying every, you got to get right. every man's approval, but mm-hmm. there was key leaders in my life that I knew I needed their approval and they didn't approve it. Mm-hmm. And, um. And yeah, I was going against the grain. And so that was the conversation that led us to, to say, okay, this probably isn't it. And, uh, and let's move on. Now, when she received that word, did she feel like it spoke to her the same way it spoke to you? Or was no. she kind of like, no, this is... <laughs> Come on, Barbara! Was she sensing something was off too? Yeah. Or did she know yeah. about that you were getting this feedback from leadership? Like how... Yeah, oh, yeah. So how she, does that she, work when you're like... Yeah, being so she knew that. Uh, she, well? uh, yeah, okay, yeah. so that must yeah. be... So she, she knew that and it made it really yeah. hard and awkward for leadership and, and okay. for her and um and just just a, there was a lot of like complexities to that um but what i would say is i i feel like that um kind of in hindsight i feel like that when you're in a relationship that you know may not be going where you want it to go there is like an inner feeling and i think that she had had a couple of moments to like embrace that feeling like previous to like that oh. moment 
um, and and opted not to because sometimes you choose feelings over conviction, mm-hmm. and um, and literally, um, and I was guilty of that too, like choosing mm-hmm. my feelings over conviction. Um, and and the, my my thing was I didn't want to be wrong in a relationship again. I got tired of getting it wrong, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, no, I'm trying to get to the altar with the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I had to kind of swallow my pride and say I got it wrong again, and that sucked. Um, yeah, but but preach. it happened. Listen, you might be saying it somebody <laughs> right now because what right. we don't yeah. need is wrong foundations, exactly. wrong relationships, and and you know the no. wages of sin is death. That's it. Sin births death. That's the word. So you've seen a lot of people go down. A friend of mine, Kelly from high school, she recently posted, you know, I don't think some of y'all really think about who who the parents of your children going to be. You know, when you yeah. live with someone and there's a possibility of there being a child and then down the road you see these issues and it kind of ties back to who their parent is, if they're present or not, and thinking about what kind of person they are to you and your relationship what kind of decisions they're going to make in the relationship and parenting moving forward and finances, you know? So it's so key. I feel like we hear it all the time. Like who mm-hmm. you decide to partner with for a life. It's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. a huge deal. It affects everything. Like you yeah. can't skip Absolutely. that decision when it comes to any decision after that, it'll have like a ripple effect. So mm-hmm. I definitely get that, but I've heard people say that too, or at least seen it. People not wanting to be wrong again yeah. and just hoping that God's grace will just cover a multitude. No, like, seriously. Okay, but like you said, you can't argue with the word, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you can't argue with the word. So I'm glad that you shared that because I feel like somebody <laughs> needed to tell yeah. somebody, somebody needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Is this thing Take on? Heed. Take heed. Okay, a friend of ours, Pastor Kelvin, says some lessons funny. are taught and some, some lessons, lessons are bought. Not always with money, okay? Yep. So, no, that's you know, real. Jesus paid it all. Yeah. Let his life be everything yeah. that has to be laid down and for move forward in obedience. So I don't know who that's for, but receive yeah. it, receive it. <laughs> Lift your dirty hands. Your dirty hands. Yeah. yeah, no, that was it. Was that was really hard for me though? It was it was a relationship I didn't want to get out of. Yeah, because you had uh, been married before. Yeah, right? yeah. So before I moved okay. to California, I was married uh, for less than a year. Okay. So very short lived. Um, uh, yeah, I jumped into something I was not prepared for. Um, you know, and I went to a, a you know kind of prestigious Christian university, mm-hmm. and uh, the thing at Christian universities is ring by spring, right? And I've so, never heard that, really, but I know just what it's you a mean. thing, like, yeah. And so, yeah. uh, uh, going into my senior year, my ex-wife tried to help me get my grades up so I could graduate, right? And so we got we developed a good friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I wasn't trying to be a hoe. So I was like, you know, I, I told myself, I convinced myself that the next girl I date, I got to take to the altar. Mm-hmm. And um, I made a, a promise to myself that I probably should not have made. Uh, because what it did was it cut out every voice of wisdom mm-hmm. or even every personal conviction that this might not be it. Because mm-hmm. I was so caught up in my own promise that mm-hmm. next girl I date, I'm taking to the altar. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went to the altar fully unprepared. Uh, still struggling with my own brokenness, and I, I had, um, I was definitely struggling with, like pornography and mm-hmm. lust going going into marriage, um, and then afterwards, you know, it didn't get better. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, how she handled that wasn't didn't help either. And so it was a lot of like, um, you know, uh, shaming and a lot of like, it wasn't a it wasn't a healthy environment for for anybody to grow in. Yeah. And so um, yeah, it was it was really really short lived. Um, and both of y'all are believers. Yeah, as well. love Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, here's what I here's what I would say. I think the commonality in, in probably every relationship that that I was in that didn't end up working was, and it's what I told her whenever I proposed is like um, we didn't speak the same language. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, and what I mean by that is I think that there are certain core values that every individual has. And when my core values don't line up with your core values, there's going to be a lot of friction in mm-hmm. that, right? And so I'm not saying that you got to find somebody in your field or you got to mm-hmm. find somebody doing what you do, but you got to find somebody that speaks your language. And when you don't, it's going to be a lot of arguing because, because mm-hmm. I mean, the number one issue in relationships is communication mm-hmm. issues, right? Mm-hmm. And like, so it's going to be constant arguing because you're not talking the same language. And so literally, um, I had my own brokenness. She didn't know how to deal with my brokenness. And, um, and it just went downhill really quickly, which is actually how I got connected, uh, to my pastor now, uh, during like the hardest time of my marriage, I needed a, like a spiritual father. I needed somebody to father me back to health because mm-hmm. I was struggling. And uh, that's why I reached out to uh, Apostle Sherman. Shout out to uh, Apostle. And, uh, yes, Apostle. Apostle. Yeah, literally. And I was like, hey, and we, you know how ministry goes. And you, hey, how's your ministry going? And what's next? And like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need to talk about ministry. I need help. Yeah. Like, I need somebody to father me. Same. And uh, that yeah. was where the relationship started with me and him. And so when, when my ex-wife left, um, the day after she left, uh, it was all, it was all happened like real short. Like we was divorced literally in a week after she left. Like it wasn't a long process. And uh, cause she did all those, like she, 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 yeah, she handled all of that. Like literally. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask like, how did you all come to the, de- was it, it was, a decision no. or, okay. It was more her decision. Cause I was, okay. I'm stubborn. I, I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to be divorced. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I would have, I would have went to the grave married and miserable. You sound like Will Smith. Like, you sound like this red table no, talks. We'll talk about it later. I'll yeah. post it. I saved it, but he was married to it. He was like, he knew it wasn't right. He met Jada. He felt like this is who, but he was crying. Like, I know I'm not supposed to be, but he said, I'm not going to get a divorce. That's not me. Mm-hmm. And she left him Valentine's yep. Day wow. and he was completely taken aback. But you know, that same thinking, mm-hmm. like I, and whether it's for religious reasons, or I don't know what his yeah. word, just commitment, your yeah. character. Yeah. But that's why I asked, like, what did that look like getting yeah, no, to I was, that place? And- I was not going to sign. I was literally in it. And it took like a really, really heated moment for me to be just like, give me those papers. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it was a lot built up into that moment. Mm-hmm. But once it got to that place and, and <laughs> I kind of got the short end of the stick cause I didn't even read the papers and I should have, uh, oh. cause I ended up paying for a whole car that I wasn't driving after oh, that. Right. Like, uh, literally, but I was, I wasn't trying to get divorced. Yeah. Um, and then she was creating this escape plan and it worked out well for her. And uh, it worked out well for me, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, uh, we but, see. But in the Come moment, right? Yeah, okay. Holly glory. <laughs> yes, the suffering yes. at this present time. Okay, nothing. Compared Raise nothing. your hands right now. Ask to the Lord. That's what we were doing. <laughs> Praise yeah. God. The restoration. Facts. <laughs> Look, so, he's like, who is this? No, but that's important yeah. to acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. on paper, it's one thing. But obviously, yeah. 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 And, and I, yeah, this was a part of God getting me into purpose and preparing me to to meet my future yes now can i ask you sure. knowing knowing this about him when you all met like did you have any she knew a lot reservations so let me i'm gonna just spill the beans real quick okay. it wasn't just a divorce i moved out here um and for a while i was like i'm not gonna um talk to any girl mm-hmm. um and then you know it's hard going from having a license to drive and then not having a license anymore right and so i got uh caught up about three years ago with a really public failure mm-hmm. um falling into sexual sin as mm-hmm. a pastor and um um, so you know all the implications that go on with that, and uh, um, it was a real sticky situation. Like it, w- it wasn't good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and yeah, so sat out for six months, um, and literally walked through a process of restoration and, and letting God deal with my heart. Um, and so literally going into 
to this, um, she knew all of it. Like, mm-hmm. she knew the divorce. She knew that I had fell. Um, and then that wasn't just with, like, one person. It was with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was an ugly situation. And so mm-hmm. uh, she knew all my junk. And I was a part of, like, how, how we said hi. Like, it was like, because you, you told her, like, you guys had these conversations? Or you just knew from, like, public yeah. knowledge? No, he told me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. We talked about that before really about intense. sharing, mm-hmm. you know, secrets and past stuff early on you know and that's something that we also did and we you know yeah we say to others it's probably best that people can make their decisions up front but like how did that go was it just kind of like hey before we jump in i want to tell you this or did you have to ask him no so he was super open so one of the reasons why it looks like it was super fast is because every time we met our conversations were very intense and intentional um Mm -hmm. and so literally i didn't have to like pull it out of him he told me like Pretty much everything. Everything, yeah. yeah. And to answer your question, there was really no reservations because, like, I know uh, a process man versus one that is not. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that um, he was... <laughs> I, I missed it. He just gave me the Yeah, so I knew that he had walked through, um, you know, just the process of being restored and mm-hmm. um, back to wholeness. And so I didn't have any... Get you a processed man, a huh? Processed. Get you a processed man. Huh? Y'all, y'all walking around with y'all unprocessed men. That's the problem now. That's the problem now. Okay. That's the problem. Okay, okay, okay. We can backtrack a little because not to go Wendy Williams, but I got a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah. First of all, we're gonna come back to you. You said, you know, that's why people think it's kind of fast. So and we don't we don't know the timeline of y'all's yeah, relationship because we were fairly new to you sure. all's life. We were surprised you know. we got an invitation. <laughs> we were like, oh, you're like us. We made it to the reception. <laughs> we made a whole weekend out of it. You said something about, well, maybe it's not important. It's okay. You said something about not have, uh, having a license and not having a license. Are you talking about a license to drive, a license to like preach? Have, yeah. Like to have sex. A oh, license, like, license to have sex. Yeah, okay. like, so like, you know. I miss a license to preach. I don't always catch the ball. I'm like, <laughs> To oh, yeah. I'm like to oh, drive. Was there a DUI? Like, did you? Okay. No, 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 no. But I, I, I mean, you know, no, you know, where in well, God's I'm eyes, sure I'm not the only okay. one who didn't get that. Right, there right, must right. have been some listeners. License. I didn't get it. My license is clear, y'all. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say it was kind of fast, oh what was the timeline of you guys? You know. <laughs> initiating i would say a relationship to getting married yep so initially we started to um get to know each other around march um august is when he asked me to be his girlfriend and then december was the proposal and then here we are now yeah march March 2nd was the wedding date (laughs) march 2nd was the wedding day here we are well we're recording this end of march by the time it comes out right yeah wow and so like how did your families friends leadership you know because you, yeah. you guys were under two different, you know, coverings right, in terms right. of pastoral leadership. But, like, how did everyone respond to the introduction of, hey, this yeah. is Erica. Hey, this is Jose. <laughs> and we're getting married. Yeah, so like, when we now. first started talking, I have spiritual parents. And so and immediately I was like, hey, like, I can we sit down? And so um, we I had lunch with them um, by myself. And I kind of told them, like, hey, um, they're like, are you dating? And I was like, well, you know what? Um, speaking of that. And then they were like, uh-oh. And I was like, um, I'm actually interested in Jose. So they knew Jose actually before I knew Jose. Oh, wow. um, And okay. he knew them, right? You've been knowing them since you've been 
been out here. Better, yeah. yeah. So um, they were like, wow, like I actually just thought about Jose the other day. It's funny that you mentioned him. And so I'm like, he's like, I think it's a great idea. Let's sit down. So we all sat down and had um, breakfast one morning and I'm, I'm still blown away at like people's response to us. Yeah. Um, my last relationship, which I knew, like I knew I was settling. I knew that, um, like he says, he did not speak my language and people knew that. Like people that didn't know him would be like, hey girl, like, are you good? Like, who is this? Like, oh, you look more powerful okay. to him. Like, you know, and I, he doesn't look like he's going where you're going and all of this stuff. And so, yeah, people literally like were very receptive of us and mm-hmm. they like confirmed it. Like, we think it's great. Um, so I was blown away at that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, same. I, yeah. I got it wrong a whole lot of times. And so mm-hmm. every time I got it wrong, uh, people in my, my close circle were not afraid to tell me I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, they were really, really vocal about, I don't think that's the right choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I began to talk to people about my interest in Erica, uh, literally across the board was like, hmm, I think that could work. Like, I think that that looks good. And uh, where, where it really kind of like, like took me kind of over like just I was like really like all right this is it mm-hmm. uh, was when my was when my pastor was like um no I I actually say go for it like mm-hmm. I think that yeah and you, if you know my pastor he don't do that so like <laughs> <laughs> and so so for that I was like wow and I, I'm literally like six years in the game underneath him and like I've I've gotten it wrong a lot and mm-hmm. every time he's told me I got it wrong he was right and uh, for this time, he didn't say I got it wrong. And um, even at the proposal, he shot me, shot me a text right before it. And he was like, I just had a vision of y'all's kids. I just want you to know this is God. Oh, come on, And uh, literally. And, and so, um, so yeah, that's been. Wow. It, and I've, I'm just, it was, it's still shocking to me because every time people have been like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. think that's it. No. Across the board from her pastors to, to mine to friends to to people that, that we really trust and look mm-hmm. up to in ministry mm-hmm. um literally like wow that's this this could be really good and mm-hmm. so her pastor likened us to like a john and lisa brevere mm-hmm. and uh, i was like oh shoot <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh that was really dope yeah so i think across the board people were like on board with it and so like what about any like family friends people who maybe are not as you know, like into the spiritual side of things. Okay. Like, oh, this is a God thing. This is like, yeah, I, I see the children. I'm having prophetic visions. <laughs> what about the, the other folk? Was there anyone who was like, this is kind of fast, or do you even know him, or no? Or were you like supported all around? I think there were people like from afar, like kind of watching mm-hmm. that were like, it's kind of fast, but like my immediate family, they have been on board since That's day awesome. one. Yeah. yeah. My, my parents just want me to get married and have kids. So, like, <laughs> we heard her in the exactly so they literally like like if you if you would hear our conversations every time we talk my dad's like you find somebody yet like are you i'm like look i gotta find the right one like you know and so um that you know i didn't get really no pushback at all from from anybody faith-filled or not support is everything yeah i'm grateful for you all that you have to navigate seriously you know i I have a question yes because we we had a wedding right Mm -hmm. right Y'all had a wedding, right? <laughs> but y'all did y'all wedding in three days. And right, it looked right. like it took a long time. <laughs> How did it just come together so quickly that it was just like boom, boom, boom? God literally like brought so many people. Like they're just like, I'm I'm serious. Like people were like, can we just help? Like from all over the place. Like we just want to help you guys. And so literally these people came and wanted to help. And we kind of just gave it to them. And they made our vision come to life. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and going into it, we knew. Um, so probably after we um, got engaged, it might have took a week before we decided mm-hmm. we're going to do this thing in like two months. Yeah. Like pull it off in two months. And I knew going into it that it was so funny because like, so is so mm-hmm. this is, she was not the type that fantasized about a wedding, which is oh, okay. different. Yeah. Now I thought, I thought in, in my mind. I thought, this is going to be easy then, because you didn't fantasize about it, so we don't got a lot of details to work out. I was wrong, because then she started focusing on details, and then then I got a little bit more specific. But honestly, like, we knew we were going to have to cut every corner we can um, and make this the simplest, but, like, most special wedding uh, that we could do in two months. And uh, it was literally perfect outside of... Uh, you know the timing of the reception and the food, but like yeah. outside of that, like it was, yeah. it, it was, it was, it was a great. Yeah, we yeah. loved it. Yeah, and it was. I mean, everyone looked like had a great time. It was beautiful. Colors are beautiful. Y'all look beautiful. <laughs> like, y'all really like each yeah. other. Like, right? <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you be looking like, are they gonna grow into each other? You know. Oh my god, that's that's awesome. And so, like, moving forward, because you guys had the wedding, and then. Boom, you're going on tour with your ministry. So, like, what did that look like? Was that something that both of you were on board for? Like, okay, ready, set, go. We'll put everything else until after. Or how did that? Because I think I saw you post that the year before you attended the conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you were just in the crowd. You weren't a yeah. part of it. And yeah. now this year well, you're Tell co-hosting. us what it is quickly. Oh, yes, yes. And then get <laughs> yes, to let it us so know. understand what, what we're talking about. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go uh, Take Over Youth Conference is uh, it's an urban conference that uh, I created a uh, uh, urban students tend to get like the short end of the stick because we can't afford big artists. We can't afford lights, camera, action. And so uh, I committed a long time ago to make sure that we put on the best of the best of a conference for students that couldn't afford it and make it completely free um, to come. And so it's literally our, our mission is to unite the body, mobilize students to take over the city. Wow. And so uh, we do. We have training for youth workers where we unite uh, leaders. Uh, Friday night is a gospel presentation concert, mm-hmm. like like literally, and big names. We got like Kristen Gray, like people that's like been in mm-hmm. the industry for a while um, that are known across the world um, come and be a part of it. Um, and then Saturday morning, we mobilize everybody that comes to the conference to now go and invade the city. Um, and students literally that may have just got saved Friday night are now praying for people on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's our hardest to, to, I believe, revival is on the back of students right now. And uh, we got to use them because uh, the world is using them. The church isn't. Mm-hmm. And we got to find a way to use students more. And so uh, so that that's the conference. And, uh, yeah, we knew <laughs> going into this that uh, I had this audacious dream to pull off this three-city tour. And yeah, I'll let you tell how you yeah. this so process has been I, for you. Like I mentioned earlier, the layoff was really a blessing. I If I were working the 9-to-5 job, I wouldn't have been able to really mm-hmm. come alongside and really help him mm-hmm. um, with it. So it worked out perfect like god's timing was really good so yeah yeah and, and we knew like literally was like okay we're gonna we're gonna get married um uh somebody helped us get away for like two days and literally okay, so two you days guys did have like a two mini days, two days. Yeah. yeah um and um and then it's it was back to the it grind and i think i realized we got married on saturday i realized by wednesday i was like if I could redo it all over again i would have given more time right after the marriage because i we i felt like we robbed that part of it mm-hmm. um now i love and i think we actually really like each other and like we're like we love doing life together and like literally like 
she's on campuses with me. She's in every city with me. Mm-hmm. She's hosting the conference with me. And so uh, this is a, it's a fun process. Uh, but um, I want to make sure that I'm also giving her what she deserves as a wife mm-hmm. um, from a husband perspective and not just from a ministry perspective. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, in the summer, we'll get away. And, nice. uh, yeah, we'll make it real nice and awesome. all of that. So, yeah. That's awesome. And then, you know, because when you talk about laying off being a blessing, but obviously that also presents like a shift, whether it's financially in terms of like your role, your purpose. So do you, did you feel like that created any change for you in terms of having, you know, a question like, well, who am I now outside of this role? Or did you feel like, well, I'll just jump into this and, (laughs) you know, and how do I figure out who I am in this role? You know, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So when it initially happened, I I had trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know why. And then later I realized it's because of the layoff. Um, So while there was a peace, there is still a fear of uncertainty. What's next? What, you know, all that good stuff. Um, But I, I, yeah, absolutely. There was because the wedding and all of that planning stuff, I didn't really allow myself to feel or, oh. and to be. And so I think after all of it, I'm, I'm able to really feel. And so I'm literally having God moments where I'm like, okay, God, like, what do I do? What's next? Um, because the question is, I want, uh, you know, the challenge is, is I want to help build mm-hmm. with Jose, but then there's also things that I have to do personally. And so now it's um, the balance of that. Yeah. Yeah. Of both. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, and I asked too because, like, when we, you know, we we talked about like going through premarital counseling, you know, before we got married and everything. Um, and like one of the things that I struggled with and that was presented to me when I had just like a one on one was like, you know, who are you outside of the marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, the ministry goals, like all of that. Like, yeah. what is it that you're interested in? What is it that you yeah. see yourself doing? And so that's one thing that when I talk to other wives, I'm like, yeah. you know, girl, you struggle with this too, or yeah. you know, yeah. what does that look like? Because I feel like it's really easy to like partner with someone and then you're yeah. part of a partnership, and there's there's a lot of yeah. you know defining of roles in that. But outside of it, it's like. Yeah. Okay, I still have passions or interests yeah. that mm-hmm. existed before or maybe that are now being sparked, but yeah. it just involves you. So, yeah. No, it's I think good, one yeah. of the biggest challenges for me um, with this transition was the financial part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up um, in a single parent home. My mother, um, even in her marriages, she was always the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And so we were taught that we don't depend on a man. Mm-hmm. And so I brought that into every relationship that I've ever been in. And so I've we've had like a few conversations about um, just where I am financially mm-hmm. and not wanting the burden to just be on him and mm-hmm. so I think that has and even with like planning a wedding and I'm like I want to help and he's just like let me set you straight like you know the man provides and so I have to grasp that and mm-hmm. that's been hard yeah no yeah. I could imagine yeah. Yeah, yeah I could imagine and like for you was that something that you I mean obviously you weren't expecting her to be laid off so even if those were your views did you ex- were you okay with it like sure. okay great I get to shine or was it like I got you I'm gonna make this yeah. work uh it, yeah, it's, I wasn't I wasn't moved by it at all actually, and because my 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 mindset going into marriage, I've been married before, mm-hmm. and so my thought is uh, we should be able to live off of my income and whatever else comes in is mm-hmm. just a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. And so going into it, I know that I I make enough right now, mm-hmm. um, to be able to live, um, and to be able to bring her in, um, and we we would be okay, mm-hmm. um, literally we're okay, and uh, uh, whatever else happens outside of that is is a bonus, mm-hmm. um. The where the challenge for me is when she got laid off because I'm so ambitious and because I'm like uh, I I I'm, I I've been wrestling with trying not to um, 
put my ideas of what she should be doing on her mm. and and making sure that she's growing into it on her own and organically. So even right now we're in a conversation about bringing her on staff mm-hmm. uh, with my organization to help us raise money because it's what she does. Mm-hmm. And um, But even in that, I'm like, I want to make sure that you're up for the challenge mm-hmm. and that this is something you want to do. Like if you don't want to do that, yeah. don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and But I, I feel like I'm constantly pushing her uh, to be her and to to express herself through blogging and through mm-hmm. uh, through creating her own platforms and doing videos even, uh, but uh, the the money part was the easy part for me. It was the purpose and not wanting because I didn't want her to get caught up in being Jose's wife. Yeah. In fact, that was that was a big part of uh, why we wrestled so much with what church to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, is literally because um, coming into a church that I've been a pastor at for six years it would be easy for her to fall into line of being Jose's wife. And she's not Jose's wife. She's Erica Lamia. Um, And she has a voice. She has a purpose. She has her own destiny outside of Jose. Um, And I want to make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to fan the flame of that. Um, And so, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big deal to me Mm -hmm. is that, that we work well together and that's great, but on her own, she's a whole beast by herself and she can do it uh, without Jose even around. And so I want to make sure that that happens. Awesome. Get you a process man, y'all. Get you a process man. Get you a process man. That's the title of the show. A process man. A process man. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we're gonna segue into you know season one. We've, we've incorporated something new for season two. But anytime that we have a double date, we want to bring it back and do our. Traffic light. And confession. confession. Oh, so oh. if this is your first time tuning in, our traffic light is, uh, you're going to give him one, either a green light, him or him and her, a green light, mm-hmm. a yellow light, or a red light. Green light is something, oh, you're doing so well. Yeah. You know, keep going with this. A yellow mm-hmm. light, can you please slow down on this? And that red light is, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with Miss Erica Lamia for this traffic light. So I choose one or I can do choose all of them? Choose one. Cho- you, oh, you, oh, you want a little, <laughs> okay. little spice on it, what you gonna do okay sure um for the keep going um yeah keep pressing into purpose you were literally made for this and i love watching i love no seriously i love watching you press into purpose i love seeing you invest and give your life to people so keep going um i will say slow down on uh the hero rhythm he's very sweet he's very nice and sometimes he can be too nice and sometimes i'll be like wanting to step in and like man don't do that you know like you know um and i i really really need you to stop passing gas (laughs) So much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she just wrong, right? Uh, do it. Do it all the way. I gotta think now. Hold on. I'm about to come with it now. Okay. I'm done. Uh, she set that up. <laughs> she did. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First Ooh. of all, no. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. you could do one, or you could do all three if you happen to. Also well, I feel like I gotta do all three Ooh. now. Oh, right. came, came for my whole life right <laughs> now. Like, all right, no. Um, um, um green, yellow, or red. Ah, this is this is unfortunate. I don't feel like I have a red, and I want to shoot back at her. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. What? Do you got a red for me? Tell me, um. All right, so my, my I have a green for sure, for sure. Okay. Um, she is excellent. 
um, at keeping things in order um, and neat. And uh, she's a little on the OCD side, uh, which is super helpful to me because I'm not. And so I'm thankful for uh, for that. So please keep cleaning because <laughs> it looks uh, it looks great. And and she literally makes the house feel like a home. Like she she it like. Yeah, man. When I was single, I was I was in and out the house all the time and didn't really uh, pick up after myself as much as I should have. And so, yeah, like it's that part is uh, part of awesome. She's like, oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't her stop though. So. Like, I got another. You, had, like, you have one red, one red, and uh, <laughs> um, I know. I saw so my my red would be um, like I would I would say to stop being scared. Uh, that would be my red, <laughs> and uh, and. And not just like the future stuff, but like there's like there's legit like fear that um, that tries to keep her from walking into what she's called to walk in. Um, and as a husband, um, it it grieves me to see it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like fear is one of those things. Like I could beat a bully up. Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat fear up. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can't take it and choke it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And obviously through prayer. And, mm-hmm. But like but like that's something that she has to find it in herself to conquer. And um, and I think she's doing a great job by the way. She's she's pressing into it, but. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would, that would be my red is just to, to stop being scared and mm-hmm. to just jump. Like that, honestly, the reason I've been able to accomplish anything that I've accomplished, cause I don't overthink things. I just do them. Like I, I said, like about a month ago, I was like, there's a fine line between faith and stupid. And I'm really good at walking that line. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I just go, like, I'm like, let's, let's do it. I, I want to do a three city tour with my youth conference. I didn't even factor how much it was going to cost and how much money we'd have to raise and like, and cause we bring in big names and, and, uh, it costs a lot of money. And so $42,000 later, I'm like, I didn't even know I could raise that money. Like, but I did like, you know what I mean? Like, and so, um, and so literally I, but I, I just, I've seen the benefit of conquering fear and that would be my, my red light to you. Let's stop being scared. All right. So we're going to, we're going to shift into a confession. Yes. So well, she went first. She went for first. Yeah, exactly. the traffic oh. lights. I think something you that she first. may not know. Don't yes. have to be too much, but yeah. something <laughs> she may not oh, know. Shoot. This is tough. So I'm I'm naturally like an over communicator. She'll tell you that. Like I I communicate about everything. So let me let me think. Um, This is the part I thought was gonna be boring on your show. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I don't know that y'all I have, have like. A confe- so y'all and know everything, have, you know, everything. I feel like I mean I I struggle with like communicating with him, mm-hmm. um, and I'm learning and growing every day, trying to be open and um, intimate with him in that way. But I feel like I mean I don't know okay, anything. I, I got, the wedding day, maybe a thought that you had that you. He said, you know, right before I walked out, this flashed before my mind. <laughs> and I see. almost cried, but I stuck, like, I don't know anything. I, I, got, I, I got one. Okay. And I, I do a good job at masking it. But sometimes I get a little frustrated how long it takes her to get ready. Like oh, we got a red light. I feel like I don't take like, that long. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. I'm I'm such a timely person. I'm like, I gotta be on time. I hate being I despise being tardy. Ooh. And so so even like even pushing the distance with getting ready. If we're like supposed to get out at six fifteen and it's six fourteen and you're you're still like putting lipstick on, I'm like, why are we not walking out the door at six fourteen? You can do that in the car. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so so sometimes I have like this inner like wrestling and I, I smile and I'm like He does. She's like, Are you mad? I'm like, No, I'm good, like let's go. Like, yeah, I, I, I get a little frustrated with how long it takes her to get ready. I'm like, let's That's go. The East Coast stuff, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> 
the question yeah. will be, should I be mad? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you see any reason here for me to be upset? I'm using that one next time. I'm like, uh, what do you think? Would you be mad? Would you be mad if put in this situation? You got one now? I don't I, I don't think I can think of the other day like so he'll ask like are you okay like he's always checking on me and I think I just lied about it. I was really struggling um which is I had a really great day like a moment after that I think it was like you know you don't appreciate the light and when you well you don't appreciate darkness until you experience light and so that day I was really wrestling with Erica and who Erica is um outside of Jose and he was like are you good like are you good I'm getting ready to leave and I was not good and I lied so um Stop but lying. I think something no. beautiful came out of that though I that's the only thing I can think of I lied I felt bad for lying too did you yeah I did I was should've, like dang I shouldn't have lied uh, like wait, that wait when was it how many days ago was that uh like two days ago I think why you didn't come back around the next day and be like, <laughs> like well, well you said earlier before we started you like to know the why so what was the why behind that did you just not feel like talking about it or did you not have the words to articulate just well curious. because i think i have like um I do. I struggle internally, and sometimes I I like to process internally. Mm-hmm. And so he's a external processor, and so like he can just like say it. And me, I'm like, ah, oh, well, I, like okay, number one, like is it stupid? Is it petty? And sometimes I think that the things that I because he's processed, and I'm not saying I'm not processed, but there are still struggles that I have. And so sometimes I'm like, well, I don't want him to think like it's stupid or silly. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just keep it to myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that that's some of the reasons why I will just keep it. Shy away from telling yeah. him. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. yeah but I'm like, I was an internal processor too sometimes because sometimes I'm like, what is it? I can tell something's yeah. wrong. What is it? Tell me, tell me yeah. now. And yeah. he's like, I don't have the words right yeah. now. When I do, I'll Give let me a you minute. know. Right. And I'm like, like oh. I see, I see fire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what it is right now. So yeah. I don't have the words. What yeah. do you want? Yeah. But that helps when he tells me, like, I don't have it right now, but when I yeah. do, you'll be the first to know. Right. Can work with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually the opposite one of that. I'm like I I gotta talk through it. Like I'm like (laughs) let me get it out of my you know my thoughts because I my my brain is my own worst enemy and so I'm like if I keep it in there, yeah, it might not be good the way it comes out. So Mm -hmm. I try to like let's figure it out together. And I try to tell like I'm I'm married to like not just the good part of you but the bad too. And like I'm cool with all the petty. Like let's talk about petty so I can know what I'm up against. Like you know what I mean? Like, um, and so it's it's a process. And our, but that's been our biggest struggle as as a newlywed couple. Like we, uh, this has been like the greatest experience. Like the last like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's been the greatest experience of my life. Uh, we knew going into this that we communicate differently, mm-hmm. and figuring out how to do that. Like when do I not put pressure on her to communicate and let her process? Or when do I say, okay, no, 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 we got to call this to the carpet and let, mm-hmm. let's, let's figure this out now. Uh, but we knew going into this that we, we, she, she's an internalizer and I'm an external processor. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's our biggest challenge as a, as a newlywed couple is how we communicate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wraps up this episode of Stoke to Woo. be the Stokes. Can you please tell us where to follow you guys at? Oh, yes. Yeah, um, I am all over social media. Um, Erica Lamia, E-R-I-C-A-L-A-M-I-A. Yo, look out for her blogs coming soon. Yeah. Uh, she I can't is, wait to read She them. is working. Uh, I am, uh, yeah, Jose, I'm all over social media. J Rodriguez, number three, JR. Or you can follow our organization at Rescue Agent. Awesome. Will Perfect. do. Thank you guys so much for coming Thank you for, having for opening us. up yeah. and just sharing. I know it'll bless someone because you guys dropped some nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Some nuggets, seriously. Find so. your process, man. I'm <laughs> <just saying that. laughs>
That really just might have to be the title. Right, 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 right. Are you a processed man? We can't make it sound like it's just to the women. Though, you know what funny about, right. about that? Or a woman. Which, whichever word. <laughs> All right, again, that concludes this episode of Stoked to be the Stokes. If you're not following us, follow us on social media. All, pla- all social media platforms yes. at Stoked to be the Stokes. Exactly the way that it sounds. Mm-hmm. Now remember, with love, faith, honesty, and respect, we'll, we'll get, get through, through anything. anything. See you next Tuesday, Bye. guys. <laughs>